Hey, welcome to the Puma Podcast. I'm Puma. And I'm Tori. And on the Puma Podcast, we talk about Jesus, life, and everything in between. Yes, sir. Yeah, guys. Hey, welcome back to our uh, Living Wisely in a Foolish World, Lessons Through Proverbs. And yeah, we're excited. And I, I'm actually really curious because I have not done too much prepping <laughs> for this particular podcast. Uh, but no, Puma, I'm excited to, to see and learn with you uh, wh- what it means to you know live wisely. And as we walk through these Proverbs, you know, we're starting with Proverbs 1, and we'll work our way through it and, and just see where we end up going, because there's so many Proverbs that could be a podcast all on its own. It really is hard to pick and choose. I mean... It really I, is. We have a conversation with somebody, and someone says something. It's like, oh, that reminds me of a particular proverb. Hmm. And then 20 minutes later, someone says something, like, oh, that reminds... Or then I leave, and I get in my car, and I go over, mm-hmm. you know, to the mm-hmm. store, and I see something, you know, as I'm driving by. It's like, oh, that that that... You know, Proverbs, that's that mm, illustration mm-hmm. of Proverbs. It's like everything in life, it seems like the more you the more you digest this amazing book that God has preserved for us, you know, the book of Proverbs and, and the different uh, truths contained in it and, and all the different verses and all the different categories of life, you start to see the Proverbs being lived out mm. in all of your relationships and people and, you know, yeah. in, in media and, you know, whatever... You get on the internet and you see things that remind you of things that God has said in Proverbs. Like, here's here's <laughs> how how to do it, and here's how to not do right. it. Right, yeah, a face pops up when you read a verse. Like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> like, like I can put a, a picture or a person or a situation yes. in almost every verse that I read. So it's really hard. It's hard to pick and choose. We're going to cover some big general categories, themes throughout Proverbs, and maybe hit some specific ones or some kind of mm-hmm. unique ones along the way. Like we mentioned last week, Proverbs really is highlighting the big category of how we live through life, and there's mm. two paths or two directions that every person is on. They yes. are on the, the path of foolishness, or are they on the path of wisdom? Yep. And the the question then is, what path are we on, and what path do we want to be on? Mm. Right. So today we're going to explore some more of that, and we'll we'll be in Proverbs chapter 1 today and, and look at a little bit of uh, how Solomon starts this book. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, let's dive into Proverbs chapter 1. Proverbs chapter 1. <laughs> yes, the beginning of Proverbs, good place to start. I know last week we talked about the first seven verses of Proverbs chapter 1. And uh, what particular verse are we highlighting today in this chapter? Well, I don't know that we're going to highlight a particular verse, but a particular theme mm. in a group of verses. Right. One of the interesting things, so I'm a father of eight children, <laughs> yeah, and all but one are legal adults. Mm-hmm. I still have one that is a couple years removed from being able to, to vote and buy bullets and all those <laughs> things you can do when you're an adult. But one of the interesting things to me as a parent, you know, you get to you know Proverbs chapter 1, verse 8, after the kind of the prologue or the introduction to the book of Proverbs, uh, Solomon says this, Listen, my son, to your father's instruction, and do not forsake your mother's teaching. Hmm. It's like, wow, the very first thing right out of the chute, you have Solomon, and you have his wife, and you have their son. Hmm. It's like, huh. So when I think of, you know, sons, children, often we think of like grade school kids or you know, we, true. And, and we want to, you know, we think of, we think of sons and daughters. Right. We don't think of our adult children. Right. The elementary age. Yeah. yeah. We talk about someone has, has, you know, children or, you know, sons and daughters. We think of, of that. And I think sometimes there's a perception that, 
the book of Proverbs is wisdom for kids. Mm-hmm. Right. Johnny, be honest. Johnny, don't punch your sister in the face. <laughs> right. All these little, you know, be, yeah, be, right. be kind, you know, don't yeah. sit on the dog. Right. <laughs> I mean, all these things. Save your money. Mm-hmm. You know, all, all these different yeah, things. Yeah. Basic elementary Base, takeaways. Yeah. Basic elementary things. One of the interesting things that I discovered uh, years ago when I was going through this is that really the first eight chapters specifically, Solomon was writing not to his grade school kids, but to his adult children. Hmm. When you read through the first eight chapters of Proverbs, the subject matter and the themes, like when he says in chapter five that you need to enjoy the wife of your youth. That is not something that you say to your six-year-old son, <laughs> Yeah, right? Yeah, right. Um, when, when he says, you know, the adulteress down the street, don't step foot on the on her street. Mm. You don't say that, you yeah. know, to your 10-year-old yeah. child. Hopefully. Right. I <laughs> yeah. mean, yeah, they, they need to eventually learn that. But mm. these are things... You say you to know, adult, adult yeah, children. Yeah, to your adult children. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's writing this to... Uh, sons and daughters to his children who Mm -hmm. are adults. See, Proverbs is wisdom for everybody, for Mm -hmm. all ages. And certainly there are principles in here that we can teach children in in school and grade school. But the wisdom contained in the book of Proverbs really is is directed at people like you and people like me, Mm -hmm. people who are, are grown adults who are now in the position of making choices and having to live with the consequences of those choices. Mm. And the choices that have consequences that have uh, a great cost to them. Mm, yeah, right, real consequences that have sometimes collateral effect on right. those around us. Right, not just cost to myself, but also the, mm-hmm. it's, it's one thing, you know, if I lie to my sister as a five-year-old. It's another thing if I perjure myself in court. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Very different consequence. Yes. Right? Yep. I need to have wisdom to know how to speak in court <laughs> as yeah. much or more than how to speak as a five year old when it comes to telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Because yes. the consequences and the choices are so destructive and devastating if I go down the wrong path. And this is what Solomon's like hey, listen, my, my children, mm. life is hard. Life has issues. Life has situations that you're going to encounter. Mm-hmm. You're going to encounter people that are going to pretend to be your friend, people that are going to say um, they have what your best interests in mind. You're going to mm. encounter opportunities that look too good to be true. Um, you're going to find yourself in situations where you've done something wrong, and now you have to mm. suffer the consequences. Right. And how are you going to live in the midst of those consequences in a way that doesn't create a bigger problem? Right. And so, I mean, these are so, so, so practical. And so... And realizing that he's speaking to his adult children, it's like, huh, wow. You know, mm. so he's really speaking to me. Right, yeah, the stakes are much higher. The stakes are much, yes. much higher, yeah. Mm. So chapter one, he says, you know, uh, you know, listen to your parents. <laughs> listen to your parents, even though you are an adult. Listen to your parents, mm. because the words and wisdom, he says, coming from your parents will be a garland to grace your neck mm. and your head and a chain to adorn adorn you with. It'll be like this treasure or these jewels that you can wear, like wear them with mm. you that will help you and preserve you and take you. So verse uh, 10 of chapter one, he says something, he says, my son, if sinners entice you, if they say, hey, we got this great idea, let's go down the street and let's rob the old lady down the street. Mm. Let's go into her house. She's old. You know, she's probably sleeping, probably napping. 
you know, and let's go in there and let's uh, see what we can, we, we can take. He says, don't give in to them. Mm. If, if they say, hey, come along with us, let's, uh, you know, the word choices here, let's wait for someone's blood. Let's waylay some harmless soul. Mm. Now, do we not see that going on in the news almost every day? Oh, yeah. Like in cities? Yeah. It just straight up evil and, and yeah, abusive of power, especially taking advantage of, of the innocent and the, the, it sounds bad, but yeah, really the, the weak, the elderly and women being taken advantage of. Yeah. Or, well, just, just like young people in general. And so, you know, I would say that subject matter in these first eight chapters for young people that have hit puberty and would be young or middle teenagers are sort of the, the concepts that are starting to be appropriate, you know, mm-hmm. when, when a 15 year old boy who now has his hormones raging through his body, sure. how do you make wise choices yeah. with young adult? Yeah. You know, you see a, you know, good looking gal walk by or how do you, how do you, how do you handle those kinds mm-hmm. of things? Uh, same thing with, uh, today where so many, uh, young people, you know, even teenagers are, aren't being, shepherded or parented at home. They're allowed to kind of run around in their free time. So you see this Mm -hmm. in cities, even, you know, here in our city, all summer long, I see, you know, teenagers all over the place. It's like, they're just looking for trouble or trying to, you know, to Mm -hmm. do something. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the temptation is, Hey, why don't you come along with us? You know, let's, let's, uh, let's go down here. Let's, let's do something. Hmm. I can't remember the exact situation. It was a month ago, but saw some YouTuber influencer uh, decided in, in New York City announced that he was going to give away. I don't know if you saw oh, that. Oh, yeah. G- give away. PS4s all, or PS5s. Oh, something. yeah, like a truckload of stuff. Yeah. And it caused a riot of like thousands of, of yeah. young people throughout. Yeah. Yep. You yeah. know, I mean. And now he's facing criminal charges and maybe prison time. And, right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, I mean, whatever his motivation was. But this the the images from the news, and I think they had like a level four alert in New York City of getting out like the, the yeah, police. Yeah, right, calling the SWAT. Yeah, they yeah. blocked roads and right. flipped cars. And... It's because you have a bunch of young people who someone said, hey, why don't you come along with us? We're going to go down and get some stuff. And mm. along the way, we might kind of loot some buildings and, and some, some businesses and we'll mm. return some cars and personal property. Right. But, and even if it wasn't the intent of the influencer, his followers still ended up doing that because of the the mob mentality. Yeah, the mob mentality. So I can imagine any one of those those teenagers, if the parents said, "Hey, son, when you go out today, if your friend says, "Hey, why don't you come along with me? We're gonna go downtown and see what kind of mischief we can get into." Mm. Son, don't go along with them. Don't mm. go along with them where they just wanna, you know, harm someone or be destructive. You know, he says, my son, do not go along with them. Do not set foot on their paths for their feet rush into evil. They are swift to shed blood. He says, how useless to spread your net in full view, you know, of the birds. All they're going to do is they're, they're going to harm and, and hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then Psalm says, such is the end of all who go after ill-gotten gain. It takes away the very lives of those who get it. Mm-hmm. In other words, one of the first things he says, he says, son, listen. People are going to say, come along with me. And we'll probably spend a whole podcast just on the, the power of influence of friends and maybe mm. a couple of those down the road. Yeah. But just kind of this first little scenario, you know, this is a, a father who loves his children. And he says, listen, we live in a world where people are always going to say, hey, come down here with me. I, got, I have your best interests in mind. Mm-hmm. He sure. says, if someone is a sinner, if someone is 
on the path of foolishness, don't step foot on the path with them. Right. They're, they're known for their foolish. They're known for being that kind of guy or that kind of girl, that kind of group. I know so many teens who have their different friend groups, maybe even online social networking. And some groups are known for certain things, you know, and, and to pick your friends, to pick your group, those who you identify with. I mean, there are some groups that are just known for certain behaviors. And part of it is enticing because there's fellowship. I mean, you might have really fun people in that group. It might be a really charismatic, charming, funny person who's enticing you. But if they're known for being foolish, if they're known for, you know, fill in the blank, some negative characteristic, it takes wisdom. Because I realize that even if you are walking on the path of wisdom, right, the two paths, people on the, the foolish path can sometimes be very persuasive and very enticing. And honestly, the the path of righteousness is typically less traveled <laughs> mm-hmm. and it can feel very lonely. So I can kind of get sometimes why you would, you know, I, I used to read that, that those verses in chapter one. I'm like, well, no duh, mom, I'm not going to go out and join the fool. I'm not going to go out and, you know, beat up somebody. And yet we can say that in our mind, we would never would. But in the moment when you're alone, when all of your friends are having fun at that party, when all of your, your peers are going out and drinking it, fill in the blank. Part of, the fellowship we crave comes with community and a lot of community might even look fun, but man, there's a lot of temptation and danger in joining those friend groups. Yeah. So, you know, this is sort of the, kind of the, the big starting point, right? Mm, yeah. He starts so, with this. That's yeah, kind of interesting. yeah. He starts with this, you know, and what we talked about, I think in the previous podcast, you know, we need wisdom from outside of us mm. to speak into our life. Mm-hmm. Just like kids need someone wise to help them out. You know, God, one of the ways that God has done that, he's given us Proverbs. And here in Proverbs, he's saying, hey, Psalm said, I'm a, I'm, God's given me some wisdom. Your mother has some wisdom. You know, listen to us. And oh, a very wise thing is to not go down the path of, you know, mm-hmm. of, of sinful friends that want to just kind of do wrong and evil. Mm-hmm. So you have to know what's wrong and evil, and you have to not step foot on the path. So one of the questions, one of the questions this, this begs is this, and this is kind of, where we'll kind of land with with this here today, yeah. uh, is this. The son is told, don't set foot on the path of sinful people. Mm-hmm. So now when his friend comes along, he is now faced with a, a choice. Yeah, a decision. A decision, right? So he has, you know, really basically two decisions. He can say yes to his friend and say no to his friend. To say no to his friend, he is adhering to wisdom, mm-hmm. right? Wisdom right. says, hey, you know, remember what you heard? Yeah. This is not a good idea. This is maybe, your mother's voice. Yeah, maybe you should not do this. If you heed wisdom's voice, you you move on. But if, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, you know, I'm not going to give in to that. I'll just sit and mm-hmm. watch, you know, watch them do that. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, goes ahead and and it goes on and ends up in jail, right? Ends up in jail overnight. Mm-hmm. I've had many students over the years get into trouble. You know, I had a, a girl one time, you know, come call me up and say, yeah, you know, hey, Puma, I, I, I went to a party last night and I don't remember what happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what happened to me last night. And I'm really scared. Um, what should I do? Right? Mm-hmm. That question, what should I do? What, what's, what's, what's she asking? Yeah, I'm afraid I made a mistake. <laughs> I need right. help. Yeah, yeah. I need help. I need wisdom. Right, seeking right? wisdom. I need wisdom. I need wisdom. What is she asking wisdom for? To get out of 
her decision last night. To, to get out of her decision from last night. Yeah. Yeah. Typically, when people come asking for wisdom, it's not uh, on the front end. It's always on the back mm, end. Oftentimes, true. people come and ask for wisdom after they've made a bad decision. I mean, this happens over and over again, which is interesting because uh, chapter one goes on and sort of addresses this. So we talk about personification of wisdom. You see this a mm-hmm. lot in Proverbs where we talk about wisdom as if it's a person, you know, mm-hmm. in, 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 you know, with pronouns. You know, in verse uh, 20, wisdom calls aloud in the street. She raises her voice in the public squares. At the head of the noisy streets, she cries out. In the gateways of the city, she makes her speech. And this is what wisdom says, right? How long will you simple ones love your simple ways? How long will mockers delight in mockery? And fools hate knowledge. If you had responded to my rebuke, I would have poured out my heart to you and made my thoughts known to you. But since you rejected me when I called and no one gave heed when I stretched out my hand, since you ignored all my advice and would not accept my rebuke, I in turn will laugh at your disaster and I will mock when calamity overtakes you. What, what is Solomon saying? He's saying the time to pursue wisdom is not for the the current situation. The time to pursue wisdom is mm. now for future situations. You see, when when mom and dad say, "Hey, don't go hang out with with people that are bent on just doing wrong," mm. that's on the front end. You see, yeah. when I find myself in a situation, I'm not going to find wisdom for the consequences of making the wrong choice. Because that is wisdom mocking me. Right. Yeah. So so what you're saying is wisdom is not reactive. It's proactive. Right. It looks down the road and makes decisions currently to avoid the the future potential, you know, fallout from the decision. Right. The time to gain wisdom is now for future events and future mm-hmm. decisions. Mm-hmm. The decisions that I made today, the time to gain wisdom for the decisions that I make today were yesterday. Hmm, right. But people don't want wisdom yesterday. They spurned it or they ignored it. They weren't mm-hmm. asking for it. Just mm-hmm. like he says here, wisdom's like, I, I'm calling out. Right. I was available to and you. And you rejected me. But you didn't want to hear me because you didn't think you needed it. But mm-hmm. now today you made your choice. And now I'm going to wisdom, uh, in the personification of wisdom, as if wisdom is mocking you. Mm-hmm. Not that God is saying, ha, 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 you're suffering consequences. So the point here is wisdom. The time to gain wisdom for the future is today. Mm. And so really the heart posture for you and I today is mm. do we want wisdom for our future? Because again, mm. we're walking down a path. I'm here. I'm going to take a next step in my future. Yeah. The wisdom for that next step begins today. Right. Wisdom can't change your current circumstance, but wisdom sought today could change your future circumstance. Right. Yeah. And and this is... He goes on, has an interesting verse here as he kind of, you know, comes to the end of chapter one. You know, he says, for the waywardness of the simple will kill them and the complacency mm. of fools will destroy them. But whoever listens to me will live in safety and be at ease without fear of harm. Mm. You yeah. see, God's desire for us is that we we live in safety without fear of harm. And mm. that is on the path of wisdom. And the path of wisdom is seeking wisdom for my life, not mm-hmm. wisdom to get out of the consequences of my past. Mm-hmm. You see, the son who goes down the path of the sinner, 
and then ends up in jail. There's wisdom to be learned in that situation for tomorrow. Right, yeah. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late to get out of the situation today. Mm-hmm. But I can certainly, God can certainly use that to teach me wisdom for tomorrow. Mm. But oftentimes people don't want to learn the 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 lesson, the, the wisdom lesson in the situation. And our world says, listen, who cares about tomorrow? You should just not, you should just get, avoid the mm. consequences. Mm-hmm. You should just kind of get out of them. That's yeah. the path of foolishness that says, I don't need to learn from these consequences. Right. Um, so one of the, the big perspectives of wisdom is that as we kind of do this journey going down Proverbs, is that the time to gain wisdom for my life is now, mm-hmm. for all the future decisions, whether that's relational, financial, time, health, whatever, it is now to listen mm-hmm. to what God has to say so that when those moments, those situations come, you see, Solomon and his wife says to his son, listen, my son, there's going to come a point in time in the future when sinful friends and people are going to say, hey, why don't you come down the road with us? Right, they're why don't you just come? Woo you. Why don't you just come down? See, that conversation happens in their living room mm-hmm. or as they're driving in the car or riding their horse or whatever, <laughs> back then, right. or the chariot back then. Yeah. But see, that those when those conversations happen and that mm-hmm. wisdom is imparted, that's the picture of what he says there, that wisdom calls aloud in the streets. And so the person who desires to walk the path of wisdom will listen to that and, mm-hmm. in a sense, kind of tie it, like he says, tie it around your neck or yeah. make it a part of your life. Soak it in. Right. So that when I come to that moment where there's a situation in front of me, I have that voice. You know, I hear mm-hmm. the voice of you know Solomon you know, or the voice of the mom say, hey, don't go down that path. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And I'll avoid you. So the time to gain wisdom is now, is now. For, for your life. Not wait until you get yourself mm-hmm. caught up in a cir- situation or circumstance. Um, right. And because the complacency that he talks about, complacency is this idea that I am safe when I'm really not. Right. It's almost like ignorance and arrogance. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm okay, won't affect me. Or, right. yeah, it, it's really a pride thing that right. I don't need wisdom. Oh, but now I'm in trouble. So now I need wisdom. It's too late. It's right. just, sadly, it's too late. Right. And we live in a world that celebrates complacency. Yeah. Don't feel bad about your life. Don't think about mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. You're fine the way you are. It doesn't matter. Right. YOLO. I mean, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. All these different, live right. in the moment, right? Right. Follow your heart. That's not thinking ahead. That's reacting. Right. In the moment. Yeah. And so God wants us to, you know, like we talked about last week. You know, all these words that talk about the path of, of, mm. of wisdom, you know, joy, peace, you know, uh, mm-hmm. security, safety, refuge. That all comes when I take wisdom and I put it into my heart. And so mm. we'll talk about that concept of putting it in and, you know, sort of yeah. how, how Proverbs counsels us to do that or mm. how Solomon counseled, you know, his sons to do that. Yeah. Well, that leads into a great application question for, for this podcast. How would you phrase this application question today. Yeah. So do you desire to walk the path of wisdom? And if mm. so, are you seeking wisdom today? Mm. Like, are you searching for it? Are you looking, looking for it? And we'll talk about that probably next time. Mm-hmm. Proverbs chapter two, you know, mm. he, he says that, that the, the pursuit of wisdom is very intentional. Mm. It's not like I accidentally fell into wisdom. <laughs> right. There's an intentionality about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. But do you only want wisdom to get yourself out of circumstances or do you want wisdom for living life? Mm-hmm. You know, do you have a long-term view of your life in view? 
Yeah, it's not a get-out-of-jail-free card. Right. But it does help prolong your life down the road if it's a lifestyle. Right. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, are you seeking wisdom or on the path of wisdom, and are you seeking wisdom now? It's a great, great AQ right there. Well, thank you, Puma, and thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Man, I'm excited to dive into more of these Proverbs and just see all that God has to show us because we all want to live wisely in a foolish world. So part of the application already is what are we doing today to prepare for tomorrow, to prepare for those hard, probably tempting conversations with friends or with circumstances. And uh, yeah, wisdom really can save us from a lot of bad ideas. So thank you, Puma. And guys, if you have any questions or thoughts, please feel free to reach out to us at thepumapodcast at gmail.com. Again, we love hearing from you guys. You guys are great, so thank you. And yeah, tune in next week for another Puma podcast at uh, 1010 on Fridays. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.